Hey, it's Jamie Moore here. You're on the Off The Ball League of Ireland podcast. With you on OffTheBall.com every Wednesday. And what a massive week in the SSE Artricity League First Division. There is a league title decider at United Park in Drada. It's sold out. It's Drada United against Shelburne. Shelburne coming into the game. Top of the table. Played 25 games. They've won 17, drawn 3 and lost 5. So they're on 54 points. In second place are Drada. They played 25. Won 16, drawn 3 and lost 6. They're on 51 points. And Drada's goal difference is 6 better than Shell's. So this is the second last game of the season, so the teams will meet on Friday. If it's a draw, things will go to the final day. If draw had a win, things will go to the final day, level on points with draw had goal difference better. And if Shells win, they will be the League of Ireland First Division champions and will be back in the Premier Division for the first time in a few years. So uh, we've got two men to help us preview the game. One man who now plays for Shells but did play for Drogheda and one man who did play for Drogheda and now plays for Shells. And I'm delighted to welcome, firstly, Drogheda striker Chris Lyons on the line. Chris, good afternoon. How are you? All right, Jamie. How are you, bud? I'm great. Great, thanks, Chris. Yourself? Not bad, mate. Not bad. Now, Chris, taking the time out after a busy morning on the, uh, the, on the bike for the, being the, the postman, Chris. So you, uh, thanks for taking the time. You've had a busy morning and a... I suppose a couple of days ahead now to go and get ready to go and play this massive game on Friday. Yeah, no, it's been a busy morning, yeah. Um, yeah, no, just getting myself ready now. Wednesday, sort of the time where your head head gets around it and then you start training tonight and just get yourself on the game for Friday, you know. What are your overall thoughts heading into it, Chris? It's a massive, massive game, isn't it? Yeah, no, it's a, it's a big game. Big game for both. But for us, it's just uh, go out, enjoy it, do our best and... Um, there's no real pressure on us. Um, we're second in the league. Shells, shells are top of the league, so it's more of a pressure game for them. We can go out and just give it a shot. Hopefully, we can win the game and then push it to the last game of the season. That is going to be our objective. Objective, but um, now we'll see how it goes. Uh, we'll give a hundred percent. So I'm really looking forward to it. To be honest with you, I can't wait for it now, Jay. Yeah, is there a real sense among the players up there, Chris, that this is an opportunity now to go and actually win the league? Because you've kind of gone about your business quite quietly in terms of winning lots of games. But up until this week, nobody was really speaking about Drada actually winning the league, I'm sure, bar inside your own changing room. But the fact now that it's a three-point gap and your goal difference is better, it's actually in your hands and in Shell's hands, if that makes sense, which really does make it a winner bus game for both. Um, yeah, now for us, we've just clotted along all year, just kept going, kept going, and we've just kind of ended up in this position, you know. We uh, had a, have a great group of lads, so we just kind of believed in ourselves. Um, we kept taking away shells. It looked like they won the league a few times now at this stage, but they haven't put it away. So we'll just go out on Friday and we will give 100% to and. We'll see how it goes. Hopefully, we can get the win. If not, it's still not the end of the world. We'll still be in the playoff places. So, um, but we want we want to win. You know, <laughs> who wouldn't? So, we'll just go out there, give it a hundred percent, and see how the game goes. You know. Yeah, on the last weekend of the season as well, draw to play Bray and Shelburne play Limerick. So, uh, of course, last weekend or two weekends ago, Bray actually took points off Shells, which is the reason why things have gone to the last two games as well. So that's uh, two interesting fixtures on the last weekend, and you'll be hopeful that it can go to the last weekend, Chris. But in terms of this match, you're playing against the Shells team who have a squad that does have lots of 
players who played in the Premier Division. Your own squad, again, is a good mix of younger players and some players, including yourself and, and Ryan Brennan and Jake Hyland and, and others who have played in the Premier. And it's probably one of those games in the First Division where, you know, two of the better teams are meeting with a lot of, lots of the better players. We've seen, you know, some of the scorelines, like to your Wexford and your Clones, have, have, have struggled. But in terms of these top games with top players, they're, I'm sure, really good ones to play in. Yeah, no, it'll be a big game now. There's a Shells are good team. Like on paper, they they should have walked the league to be honest. But um, it didn't it didn't happen that way. Longford were decent this year. Cam Taylor have been excellent. Um, ourselves have been decent as well. So we kind of it will be a good game. There's good players on Shells. It's going to be a lot of tension there between the players. It's going to be packed. It's just going to be a good game. It's going to be a good atmosphere and no, well, it'd be good for anyone to come watch. But you can't get any more tickets so. <laughs> there won't be too many more people coming, you know. But uh, it'll be a great, a great night, and we're looking forward to it, to be honest. Yeah, fantastic stuff. That these sold out signs up at United Park this weekend. Shells bringing busloads of fans as well, and that little ground will be packed to the rafters of fans of both teams to cheer them on. And it's the first time, Chris, in the first division. I mentioned this on the podcast last week when we were just having a small look ahead to these games that the league has kind of gone to the last couple of games because we've seen Waterford, we've seen Limerick and, and UCD last season, even though they didn't win it as much as the other two, you know, they were champions with a couple of games to spare. So it's the first time that there's two teams who can win the league with two games left and you've spent your career across the First Division and the Premier. So it's an interesting end to the season for us neutral people watching it. What's it like for you guys involved in it, given how big this couple of weeks could be? No, it's been a, it's been a great year. It's been quite tough, to be fair. Um, so close. Um, every game is sort of a must win if you lose or you draw it's a disaster like you know you feel like you're out of the race then but um, it's kind of fell for us uh, the last few weeks with Shells kind of dropping points that we kind of just kept winning our game so it suited us that that way but um, no it's been a great league this year and it's been very interesting um, very intense to be honest like every game even if you play the likes of Wexford that haven't actually done the best um they're hard to go. Like we went out alone last week and or two weeks ago, um it was a tough place to go. We didn't play well. Um myself, I didn't play well. Um and then we got the results so it was kind of a massive result in the end. Um but every game is just a must win and it's it's tough like and when you when you draw or you lose it just it ruins your whole weekend. So uh, every game is like a cup final for us. So going into this game it's just yeah, you have to go enjoy it. Like this is where you play football, you know. Um, nights like this, like so. Um, now we're just preparing, right? Uh, gonna grow, give it a hundred percent, enjoy it, and then hopefully the result can go our way. But Shells are a very good team, so it'll be a tough, tough night, you know. Yeah, I would love to be <clears throat> a fly on the wall in the changing rooms in United Park at around 25 to 8 on Friday when you've come in from your warm-up and the music is back on and the players are getting their tape done and getting their jerseys on and really getting themselves ready and maybe the managers, Tim Clancy and Ian Morris, might be having their last words with the players and just, I suppose, how big this game is as well adds to that too. What are you like, Chris, in those minutes maybe after the warm-up when you, you head back in? Is it a case of you know having the music really loud to try and you know give yourself that last boost? Are you calm and watch your own pre-match routine before these big games? Um, my own pretty much and sort of I sort of get my head screwed on proper when I come in after the warm up. Um don't really say too much, just get me bits done. Um basically <laughs> do me <my> hair <laughs> do me hair, strap me wrist. I do the same things every day. It's just every game I mean, uh it's just the same sort of things I do. So it's kind of uh I'm quite relaxed. Our dressing room will be very relaxed 
before a game. It wouldn't be too intense. It wouldn't be too noisy. Music would be on. Uh, team would say a few words. Kev would say a few words. And then we kind of just go out and do it. Like, you know, every, the preparation's done. Started from last week. So, you know what I mean? All the preparation, everything said will be done during the week. You know what I mean? Going into the game, it's more just uh, take your time, just relax and get your head focused. Like, because every sort of player is different. Uh, me, I don't really think too much about it. I don't want to get myself too worked up or think too much about it because I seem to play worse when I do. Yeah. So I kind of like to be chilled, relaxed, and just go into the game and just try to play my own game. And then hopefully it goes well for the team, you know. Yeah, news this week as well that the manager, Tim Clancy, and the assistant, Kevin Doherty, have signed two-year contracts till the end of the season after next as well, which is a really good boost for draw that, that the, you know, the manager and the, and the, the first-team coach or the assistant manager can stay as well. And I'm sure Tim will be hopeful to keep a lot of the, the squad together, Chris, as well. You, of course, played for Shelburne. You spent some time at Shells and, and you know, at a time when it looks like they could be back in the Premier in the next match or two when you were there things maybe weren't so bright what's your memories of your time at Talca Park and again it's something very common in the league that you know you will play against teams who you played against before and maybe for you not in a game as big as this yet um, no the Shell was a great club um, at the people around it were great um, it just didn't I just didn't have my luck as in my injury was um, that year when I was playing there but um, nothing too bad bad to say about them no cold blood just I, I like the club they're uh, decent clubs they've got a good budget this year and they've got players in so it'll be a disappointment if they don't go and win it but you know we'll be there we'll try to stop them and we'll give it 100% on Friday so that's all I'm going to say Jamie about it you know yeah, now, uh, one thing that will be interesting on Friday, I love the pitch in United Park because it's quite small. And I think your team, I'm right in saying, have scored the most goals this season in the league, Chris. And I'm looking at the list of the League of Ireland First Division top scorers, and Rob Manley from Cabin Teeley is first, and Dean Williams, who's at Bray, is fourth. But if you look at the rest of them, you've got 13, Kieran Duff from Shells has 13, Mark Doyle from Drada has 11, Jazz Kabaya of Shells, who was at Cove, has 11, Stephen Meany has 10, who's also playing in your front three. So your front three at Drada are in the top six or seven scores in the division. So is it fair to say that we could expect some goals on Friday? Um, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully for us. But um, now, uh, every game we played Shells in the last two years has been tight. Um, it's just I don't know there's tension between the two teams um, it's tough games like it can be a hundred mile an hour at times you know um, but hopefully now you never know uh, we'll see what happens but hopefully we can score a few goals that would be uh, ideal you know yourself but um, we'll see how it goes but there's a lot of quality on the pitch for both sides so it will be a good night you know yeah, the Drogs have actually scored 57 league goals, which is 17 more than Shells, who are the second top scorers in the Division 2. So uh, lots of goals for the players from United Park and also on the road as well. And Chris, just lastly, you mentioned that you feel it's a free shot and that the pressure is, is on Shells, given that you guys are second. You're already sure that you will be in the playoffs, so you do have another opportunity if things don't go well on Friday. But you also know that a draw brings things to the final day too. So does it really feel like a, a free shot as such, or... I'm sure in your heads there is a pressure on you guys too because you do have a chance to actually go and win this league and you know that if you lose this game that's gone but a draw is okay a win puts it in your hands No there's no pressure air training leading up to the game there's no pressure on air lads air lads are going out to play their game play uh, play the way the team wants us to play we'll go out we'll enjoy it we'll play football we'll try to play football we'll try to score goals we'll defend when we have to so no, no pressure at all on us, and 
it'll be a good game. We'll want to win it for ourselves. Like all year, we wanted to be every, be every team we played against. So we want to be the be child on on Friday. But no, there's not too much pressure on us. There's more on them. They've been up there. They uh, they've thought they won the league a few times now at this stage. So we'll see how it goes. It'll be a, it'll be a good night all around, as I keep saying. And we'll see on Friday night how it ends up. You know. Great. So Chris Lyons, uh, number nine for Draw United. Is that correct? Number nine. Yes. It isn't good. Yeah. I, I have a funny feeling that number nine for the drugs might score on Friday. I don't know why. I just think he might against his, his former team in a big game. Chris, best of luck. Thanks a million for coming on. Cheers, Jamie. Thanks very much. See you. Off the Balls League of Ireland podcast. Shelburne midfielder Ryan Brennan. You're welcome to the League of Ireland podcast again. Ryan, how are you? Not bad, Jamie. Now, I'm getting confused because all of these players, you used to play for Drawden, now you play for Shells, and Chris now plays for Drawden, did play for Shells, and uh, you're going to meet each other in a big game on Friday. You're a man from Drawden, of course, Ryan, so you're going to be going into your hometown to play for the enemy, sir. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I've had a couple of good years at Drawden um, when I come up through the ranks there. Um, but yeah, now I'm with Shelbourne, and there's a fellow crowd on Friday, so looking forward to the occasion and, and to the game itself. Yeah, you are from Drada, Ryan. What does a sellout at United Park mean? Because it hasn't happened too often in recent years. I was at a couple of the playoff games in recent years there where there was a, you know, quite a good crowd, but not full. But this week the club announced that the game is sold out. Huge number of Shells fans travelling. But as someone who's from Drada, what does that actually mean to everybody up there to have the place full for Friday? Yeah, it's massive. It's obviously it's been a couple of, a couple of years since, since, it was that, um, since it was a sellout. You know? um, obviously, it, it's a massive game for, for both sides. Um, and the amount of draw the fans that are coming out of support is brilliant. And obviously the amount of Shelbourne fans that are travelling down the M1 to, to, to follow us is, uh, is also brilliant as well. So it should make for a good spectacle. Um, and hopefully both sets of players are ready to go for Friday and, and to make it a great occasion and a great game. So for you, Ryan, how is life this week in Drada? You live there, you work there, I think, as well. You're clearly up a couple of nights a week to train with Shelburne, but you are from the town and you're kind of in the town this week in the build-up to a game where you're going to be playing against them. Ah, yeah, absolutely. You, you get a few shouts across the town and stuff like that at you. Um, people, obviously, not wanting Shelburne to win it, but um, as a professional and, and as a footballer over the last number of years, um, you play for the short and at the end of the day, Shelbourne pay me wages and to my best, the best of my ability I'm going to play and trying to get us over the line to win that league you know Yeah very well said Ryan as well and I mentioned with Chris earlier on we went through the permutations and the league table and the points difference and the fixtures next week and stuff for you guys it's quite simple though you know if you win the game you're back in the Premier and you know if you don't it's going to the final day Yeah absolutely look um, we're going to take it as I said each game as it comes um, whether it happens Friday night or whether it doesn't, um, it'll still be in limbo going into the next, uh, to the last game of the season. But um, look, we know the threats uh, draw the possess, so we'll have a plan set in place, and I'm sure they'll have a plan set in place as well. But um, look, if it doesn't happen this Friday, and it goes down to the last uh, day of the season, so be it. But um, it'd be nice to get it over the line and draw it on Friday, you know. Yeah, and if Shells can't do it this weekend, they have a home game against Limerick at Tauga Park on a Friday in a couple of weeks' time, the 21st of September, which is, is a night where they could win the league as well. Ryan, how's the week gone so far? We're speaking on Wednesday afternoon. I think you guys are going to train on, on Wednesday evening. Is there a real big game feel in the group this week? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, we come in Monday, uh, trained as normal. Everything was good. Uh, tempo was high. Um, no, no injuries or anything like that that we haven't had already. Um, so, yeah, look... There'll probably be a little bit of pressure there coming to it now, but um, as I said, we'll take each game as it comes, and I think for Drogheda, it's, it's their game. They have to, they have to win. Um, I think 
we don't have to win, but obviously we'd like to. But um, look, we're ready for it anyway, and we'll train tonight as we have all year. And um, yeah, we'd be ready for a tough battle on Friday. And how will the rest of the week work, Ryan? You're going to train on Wednesday. The majority of the squad are either working or some of them may be back to school. Some of them certainly will be back to college this week and you'll meet up in Dublin to go up together on a coach on Friday evening, I'm sure, for the game. But again, when you're prepping for these big games, most first division players have kind of a week away from football to deal with as long as, you know, I suppose, as well as the football. Yeah, I suppose. Every, most, most of the lads in the team walk and that's just... Uh the pinnacle of, of, of Irish football now in, in the fourth division, I kind of think you, you walk throughout the day and then you train at night. Um, look, it, it, it suits lads to play in the division as well, that have good jobs and stuff like that and still want to play at a, a high enough standard. But um, look, everybody has their own um, attitudes and, and respect towards the game and um, they're professional enough to, to, to treat the game as, as the highest game and, and the biggest game of the year. But um yeah, as I said, look, we, we'll, we'll, we'll concentrate on ourselves and um, we prepare properly. And as I said, we look forward to what Friday night, yeah. And for you, Ryan, as well, when you were playing with St. Pat's, you were a full-time footballer. I'm not sure if you were doing any work on the side away from the football too, but you've been with Shelburne this season and you have been able to get a, a job in the day as well as football at night. So what are you doing away from the football and how have you found that from going from like full-time in the Premier to part-time in the First Division with kind of more regular work away from football? Um, yeah, it's, I've adjusted. Like it's, it's not too much to adjust to. Um, obviously, it's a shock to the system over the years. You've been playing full-time football. You've been training every morning. So um, it wouldn't have suited any kind of lads to get jobs um, if you're training every morning, you know. But um, for myself, fitting in, I was trying to get trying to get started with a job um, because, look, you're, you're in the gym and stuff every day and you're kind of getting sick of it and well, not sick of the gym, but you, you do enough to, to keep you keep you taking over. But um, look, you, you need that extra extra few bob coming in at the end of the day if you're going to stay for the likes of mortgages or have kids on the way or whatever whatever you, whatever it is. Um, at the end of the day, I've yeah, I've, I've found myself um, probably struggling mentally a little bit with with, with the the lack of tra- not the lack of training, but it's different when you go in every morning you're training. Um, and the other side of it going to walk every day as well so um, look I'm enjoying it at the minute and, and I'm enjoying it at Shells and obviously at walk I've been here now six months so um, look I'm happy enough so long may I continue Yeah and I'm sure as well if Shells do get back to the, the Premier they might do an extra night next year or might look at doing mornings in, in, you know, as the, 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 the time moves on but I'm sure it has been an interesting adjustment for you from going from, from being in the Premier to being in the First Division. But you have been in a First Division team, Ryan at Shelburne, with lots of Premier Division players and you know playing at the at the highest level in the First Division in terms of, at the moment, at the top of the league too. So from a football sense, has there been much of a transition? I know the quality is definitely lower in, in the First Division than in the Premier, but I'm sure the environment you've been in, in Shells, has been quite good. Yeah, well, absolutely. Like, um, air training would be really good every night. Even the lads that come in from Cove there, the boys are like, it was just straight away and you come into training it's such a higher standard higher tempo straight away Like, but um, as of match days and stuff like that I think because we are favourites at the start of the year um, obviously other teams do raise their games when they come to play against us but um, as I said it might add another day or two training next year hopefully um, I'll be there anyway I'll want to be part of it anyway I know that 100% and whether I'll be there or not is, is a different story but I'd love to be um, but added that extra day or two training um, it can only benefit us to, to get to that next level in the Premier and, and obviously have a, have a good season next year if we do go up. So 
so fingers crossed and, and touch wood um, we'll be playing Premier Football next year yeah, now Ryan, I was down in City Cotting Stadium in Longford a few weeks ago to watch you guys beat Longford 2-0. A really, really big performance, massive shells away crowd. And I was looking last on that night on social media and even on my own account and I was tweeting to say that shells were up and it was done and it looked like it was done then. And then last weekend you played against Bray, who were a very good team, and you managed to only get a point in that game draw to one so it's now going to the final two games there was just a sense from everybody I think that it was done at Longford but it has rolled on to the last two matches now yeah I suppose um, look that's football at the end of the day Jamie some results go for you and some don't um, like we went down and put a massive performance in there in Longford I don't think we were ever in any threat of even conceding goals down there um, and then when Bray came to us they were dogged and they were solid and they got, in, they got stuck in and we took it. We found it difficult to, to break them down. Um, as I said, most teams up their game when they're playing against the favourites to go up or the Solby call it champions to be. But um, as I said, we'll just keep walking away. We'll chip away, and we'll train tonight, and we look forward to Friday. And and as I said, we'll uh, we'll fingers crossed we'll be playing uh, Premier League football by either this week or next week. Yeah, and I asked Chris the same question, Ryan. I'm just interested in in I love kind of the 5, 10, 15 minutes between the warm-up ending and the match starting and the players go back into the change room and the music is on and maybe the manager has their final words and everyone has their own routine, whether it be, you know, put their shin guard on the left leg, followed by their tape and their right and their wrist strapping and their under armour or their, you know, hair or yeah. their water in their hair or, or whatever they might do. What's your own routine just before the match and what's the Shell's dressing room going to be like in that period on Friday? Is it a calm place? Is it a place that's, that's you know, quite open and, you know, quite excited? How exactly would you be feeling, you know, in the build-up to this big game when it's actually about to happen? Yeah, it's kind of, uh, dressing room kind of mixed emotions. Look, every player is different. Everyone has their own characters and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty, it's, it's calm and humble and um, it's, a, it's a nice place to be in and, There'll be lads having chats and getting rubs and stuff like that. And look, we'll be fully focused anyway. I know that 100% because we went into many games and just as big as this over the course of the year, obviously long for the way and, and we were focused and, and we drove that home. So um, um, as my routine was, I'll, I'll prepare the way I do every Friday. I'll get up, uh, I'll go to work, I'll keep hydration, bring my food with me and stuff for lunch. Basically trying to get home as early as possible. Might get an hour's kip in and um, yeah get up and get ready for the day and and uh, have a bit of pre-match food and, and then either we'll, we'll meet somewhere to either have a bit of pre-match food like I, I'm in Drottler so I'll probably just meet, meet the team there but um, yeah as I said we'll, we'll, we'll go into the game we'll meet at 6 o'clock in United Park and, and we'll take it from there Ryan what do you expect the atmosphere to be like up there and you know at times over the years, the ground has got a lot of stick and, you know, it 100% needs work and the talk of a new stadium and what's going to happen. But when the place is full and where the away fans are going to be, the Shelburne fans are going to be, you know, down one side of the pitch, then you'll have the main stand and the far side will be full of fans from draw to two. And it can be a place with a great atmosphere, given that, you know, there's big walls behind both goals, the both stands on the side will be full and it will be a cracking place with the fans right in on top of you from both teams. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's exciting for, for both at the both at the fans and, and clubs. Um, these are the games that they look forward to. They pay in all year. They have their season tickets. They go they go to see. Um, so as a fan, I'd say it's it's probably the most exciting thing is is getting crowds like that and having to cheer your team on and the noise levels around the ground. 
just brings it brings to it alone, you know. Um, so look, we look forward to it, and hopefully the crowd give us a, a, a G up and be our twelfth man on the day. But um, yeah, look, it's it's, it's going to make for a, a decent spectacle and, and hopefully a good game. And lastly, Ryan, have you allowed yourselves to think of what the scene might be like at twenty-five to ten, quarter to ten on Friday if you do win the league up there? No, absolutely not. No, um, as I said, I'm not looking any forward and um, training tonight, and we'll see where we go from then. Come up, show rock up to United Park on, on Friday and um, warm up, play a game, and hopefully by the end of it we're, we're champions. But look, I won't look beyond that, and I won't. Uh, I wouldn't like to jinx <laughs> to jinx anything like that, but. Look, we'll be looking forward to it. We'll be prepared and, and we'll be ready to go come um, quad eight on Friday night. Great stuff, Ryan Brennan. Thanks a minute for your time. Best of luck on Friday. Cheers, Jamie. Thank you. Yeah, some other huge games in the First Division this weekend as well. Of course, that is the big one. It's Shelburne against Roddy United taking place in United Park. Uh, that game is on Friday evening at 7.45. There's other, three other games on Friday. Cabin Teeley against Athlone, Galway against Cove and Limerick against Wexford. And one game on Saturday, quite a big game too. Longford against Bray Wanderers. And the league table, as I mentioned, Shelburne on top on 54. Drada second on 51. Remember, there's only two league games left, including this weekend's fixtures. Longford a third on 48, so they could actually still win the league if they won both games and, well, could they? Let me do the maths here. Well, uh, they could if it was a draw, couldn't they? Because that would mean, no, they couldn't. Could they? How's my maths? So Shells are on 54 and Drodder are on 51, so Longford are on 48, so Longford can get to 54. So Shells would have to lose both games, Drodder would have to win this game and then lose their last game. So yeah, Longford could still win the league, but it's not going to happen, is it? No. Well, if you're going to have a bet, don't bet on Longford to win the league. So they're on 48, and Cabinteely are on 44. Bray in fifth on 40. So four points off the playoffs, two games left. So Cabinteely looking a little over their shoulders, but they should make the playoffs as well. So it looks as if it'll be Shells or draw the champions, and the other three in the playoffs too. But Bray might have a word to say about a good squad, and two games to go, they'll be hopeful they can pick up points. Away to Longford, which is not an easy one, and then they're at home to Drada. So yeah, it's an interesting game. Some of the top teams have played each other in the last couple of weeks of the SSE Electricity League First Division, and thank God there's actually a title race on. Best of luck to Shells and Drogs on Friday. The best League of Ireland podcast in the business. This is Off The Ball.